right, let's get it going. So I guess it's recording now. We are recording now. What's up, well, listeners? I'm not consenting to being recorded. I don't consent. I don't consent. want to leave the master. Yeah. This is way beyond my limits. <laughs> all right let's do this let's try to do this (laughs) what's up listeners thanks for tuning in to not just a phase after many episodes here almost a year in the works we've got to talk to some of the greatest screamo bands from all over the globe today is no different as we get to talk to denmark's best screamo act demersal now this band was very busy this year and they put out two insane releases one was a split with regarding ambiguity which was personally my favorite Screamo split of 2021 so far. And September 16th, they just released their latest EP called Death Routines in 10 different countries by 11 different labels. (laughs) I'm going to try and do these all here. From Denmark, we got Over the Under Records, Five Feet Under Records, and Heartland Records. Uh, Zagama Beach Records, of course, released Demersal's EP for Canada and America. In Germany, we have Dingleberry Records, and I might mispronounce this, but Entes and Amicos. Um, we have Out of Thune Records in France, Nothing to Harvest Records in Greece, Fresh Outbreak, Rec- <laughs> Fresh Outbreak Records in Italy, and Destroy It Yourself Records from Portugal, and Pasadiric Pats Records from Lithuania. I'm sorry if I mispronounced any of those, but shout out to all these labels keeping Screamo Worldwide connected. And you're probably wondering why did so many great labels release this EP? Quite obviously because it fucking rips. <laughs> so if you haven't heard this band, you're not going to be disappointed. Check this out. So, you know, thanks guys for uh, coming to talk with me today. How are you all feeling? Great. Yeah, feeling good. Yeah. Had a busy day today. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, it's good. Right on. And it's like eight o'clock your time right now, right? 
Yeah, it is. Right, 2 p.m. here. So I've never talked to anybody out in Denmark, so the time zone's a bit of a gap there. But uh, yeah, just uh, can you guys do me a favor for us starting here? Just like state your name and what role it is you play in Demersal for the listeners. Yeah, uh, my name is Victor and I play uh, the guitar and do vocals as well. My name is Emil and I play drums and a bit of vocal as well. My name is uh, Sebastian and I play guitar and uh, also do vocals and uh, sometimes I play bass. And sometimes you play bass? Yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we have a, a, a last member uh, which isn't on today. But he plays bass and we switch sometimes. Oh, you switch instruments. Okay, very cool. Yeah. Right on. Okay. So did you guys check out the show before agreeing to come chat with us? Or were you just nice enough to chat with me when I asked? Um, I heard one episode, actually, when you asked us. <laughs> I heard the one you did with Infant Island. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. Boy, <laughs> that was a great episode. Great dudes. Um, so shows are somewhat coming back, speaking of shows. Um, how's the record release shows been? I know it's been about a month since that dropped now. The picks look great. Mm. Um, I think it's been great. Um, I think a lot of people are kind of have staffed because no concerts. So I feel like at least at two, on two of the shows, like people were very, uh, were very um, um, like wanting to mush and stuff like that. So that was great to witness again. Yeah, it's nice that, uh, you know, shows are slowly coming back. Was it a big enough turnout or? Like, mm, it- yeah, on, I mean, on most of the shows, like uh, the, the last show we did was in a smaller city in Denmark called Isbjerg, uh, which we haven't been there before. So we really didn't have any expectations whatsoever. But um, yeah, I mean, the show was great and, and, and like people were nice and stuff like that, but not really. Not that many people turned out, uh, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, in, in Copenhagen, um, I think we had we had a like a packed venue, and we mm-hmm. did as well in Aarhus, yeah. which is like the two biggest cities in Denmark. So yeah. that was great. And I mean, Aarhus was a floor show, which is always amazing. Mm. So, um, but yeah, Espia didn't quite take the bite, but yeah, maybe <laughs> next time. <Yeah. laughs> So I haven't spoken with anyone from Denmark, uh, myself being from Canada. I'm curious, what's the scene like out there? Is there a lot of, uh, a lot of punk music or, or screamo bands or just punk rock in general? Like, do you have like a lot of venues and, and fans and such or? Mm, I mean, not many screamo bands. Like if you, if you are going to be that specific, I think we are like, I don't know, three, four screamo bands, I guess. In Denmark, uh, but um, I mean, I think the the hardcore scene in general is pretty is pretty good. I, like a lot of people like is in like everyone is like attending in everyone's band. So so like it's very like I don't know what to call it. Um, yeah, it's very like um, what could you say? It's like uh, shared members. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay. I mean, me and Victor, we play in, in, in two bands together. Yeah, and in that band, and people from, the other people from that band plays in other bands as well. So everyone is involved. <laughs> yeah, in, it's interconnected. In yeah. yeah. But there's a lot of great bands and a lot of great music uh, coming out of Denmark right now, I think. So. Yeah. Right on. So do you guys have, uh, you guys got some shows lined up for the future then, or? Um... We, we have some, we have a lot of uh, other plans uh, for the end of this year. So we're not going to do 
I think we're not going to do any more shows this year, but in like in the beginning of next week, we we have a couple of shows planned and are planning to do more shows, uh, planning for a tour uh, next summer and stuff like that. So, yeah, definitely going to going going to have more shows, but not not this year, I think. Okay, so big plans for the new year, right? Yeah, yeah. Interesting, interesting. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna get back to that. Because I'm curious. Actually, I'm going to get into it right now. What, what exactly are these plans? Is there anything you can mention? I mean, are you guys like writing new material? Is that the plan here? Or uh, Yeah. <laughs> We're going to do a, a, a four-way split. <laughs> with, yeah. And, uh, so we're going to, to write the, the music for it in this month. And we're going to record it live in the studio in last weekend in november yeah cool and uh is the tour plans like set in stone or you just have like a rough skeleton outline like are you guys doing international or are you just sticking around your country or i think we're going uh, no we haven't it's not set in stone yet but in like so like somewhere around europe i think it would be okay very cool yeah so just europe wide then that's very cool well, if you guys have ever heard more than one episode, I always like to ask, um, you know, origin stories, kind of how you guys got into punk rock. Do you recall, like, how you first got introduced to punk and, and how your musical tastes eventually progressed towards screamo and other heavier genres? Yeah. Um, I think I started out when I was, like, uh, like teenager. I started out being a, very much a metalhead, I would say. Uh, like I think when I was like 14 or 16, like metal would be the only thing I would listen to. Uh, but I don't know, just got per- curious, I would say, and uh, started sort of listening to a lot of different kinds of music, and I still do. And I'm trying at least to be curious today as well, trying to listen to new kinds of music all the time. Uh, but I think like a lot of the time, the things that happens when you get older is that like the music you would listen to when you were a kid. Uh, is somewhat um, embarrassing. <laughs> so, uh, so, I just, so I think I started to get into more alternative uh, kinds of aggressive music and can't remember the first band I listened to, but I think like it would be like post-hardcore, like Chaotic Hackle. I, th- I think maybe Converge was one of the first I would listen to. Oh, oh shit. Just gonna, uh, Please turn off all cell phones and noise <laughs> recording for not just a face. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and um, yeah, I think so. So I got more and more into like the subgenres of metal, and <clears throat> I don't know. Now I'm a, now I'm in a screamo band. So <laughs> okay, so you started off with metal then, right? Okay, very yeah, cool. I did. Interesting. And yourself? What? Oh, and uh, the rest of you guys? Oh, oh I. I think uh, I <laughs> because uh, I grew up with Victor, so um, so I think my story is kind of the same. And I also think like uh, a band like Converge was like um, like one of the first bands that introduced me to to a lot of uh, of uh, the music I listen to today. So yeah, cool. Yeah, I feel yeah. like Converge was a, a big starting point for a lot of people, right? Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I think um, I was kind of like a, a late bloomer, you would say, uh, what goes to streamer, but because um, I think I would define myself as a metalhead as well for a long time. Um, 
and I didn't uh, I didn't play with these guys with the Mersal uh, until 2019. So I think it's a relatively new thing for me to like delve into screamo. Uh, but I think I I think back in maybe yeah in the mid 2010s I I got into like Tashima Ray and stuff like that. But um, was a yeah. It's not until I joined this band that I really like got into like the scene and the music. I would say, so, yeah. Hmm, cool. That's an interesting one. You guys all started off uh, kind of as metalheads. A lot of people got into like pop punk and shit through MTV and stuff, and then it progressed. But you guys were just into metal already, so that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> that's a new answer for me. So you guys like big year two releases. Um, one of which is still my favorite Screamo split of 2021. How did that split with regarding ambiguity come about? Um, I mean, as I, as I said before, not a lot of Screamo bands in Denmark. So, I mean, the, the few of us um, that exist kind of had to stick together. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, I don't know, we, um, we've been friends with regarding for quite some while and play, played some shows together. So it just kind of made sense to to like make a <clears throat> make a release together as well so outside of you guys and regarding ambiguity who are also fantastic by the way shout out to them okay. um are you guys like the only two screamo bands in all of denmark or <laughs> mm, no that's pupil as well yeah and uh yeah i can't really mention like a bands that are like like exclusively screamo i would no, say that, no, it's hard. that definitely some bands that like um, well, take inspiration maybe from Screamo, but, adjacent, but like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, Pupil, Pupil is an awesome band as well. Um, mm -hmm. And then there's also uh, a band called uh, Disillusionists, who also like deal with some Screamo. I would say, um, yeah. But it's it's quite limited. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. And maybe 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 Umsol as well a, a bit. Yeah, this Primo vibes and yeah. the music. Yeah. yeah, they're also very new. Yeah, but we did our release shows with them. Yeah, okay. big things are gonna happen for them, I think. Yeah, great band. Cool. I'll have to check them out. Yeah, I, I love asking because you know I'm obviously not from there. I like to know who's out there, who I should check out, who I should be listening to. So that's what it's about, you know, listening to some new music. You know. So what do you guys think? Like internationally, who who do you think? Um, what screamo band do you think deserves more attention and love right now than they're currently getting? Uh, oh, that's, that's a hard question. <laughs> like every screamo band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every band, every screamo band in the whole game. Just... Um, it's hard to mention one because I, I, I think screamo doesn't get that much attention that it should be in my opinion, at least, or at least in Denmark, like not a lot of screamo bands in it. It's not always that, that it gets recognized, I would say. Um, uh, do you have any idea? No, I think <laughs> most of the screamer bands I'm listening to are already like doing great stuff. So, but I mean, I'm really into State Fault at the while. Mm. Um, I think they're going to release something soon as well. But I mean, I think they've got like a, a good amount of recognition already. So, yeah. But uh, yeah. As far as uh, Danish bands goes, I would say uh, Pupil. Um, not a lot of people know about Pupil in Denmark, but they really shit because they're fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. also Umso, the yeah. new band. Who's the second band, sorry? Umso. Uh, How do I spell that? 
Um, it's a Danish word, so it's uh, it's uh, O M S O R G. Okay. <laughs> all right. Cool. And also, but you already know regarding ambiguity, but yeah, they as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry to ask you to spell that. I'm like, I, I don't know how. Yeah. Of, of course. I mean, it's a Danish word, so. Yeah. Right. Right. How would you know? Thank you. No. Cool. So I'm definitely gonna check out all those bands. That's great. I'm glad you guys plugged them. Um, so like six months ago, or maybe more now. Uh, you guys did a really cool live session for the song Failure for Screamo Index. Um, so that was cool. <laughs> Shout out Thank to you. them. I haven't talked about them on the show yet, but obviously they're doing really cool things for Screamo as a whole. Um, and Failure is such an intense song. Like, I was so happy to hear that you guys sound the exact same live as you do on the recordings. Uh, truly impressive, you know, to be that tight and put everything out like that. So like... I was wondering, like, how did how did that session come about? Like, and why did you guys choose to play Failure? Like, was it requested, or did you get to pick what song you performed? Or um, nothing was requested. Um, I think it's kind of a funny story uh, why we did this session at all. I mean, originally this was just meant to be a part of my um, application for the music music conservatory in Copenhagen, actually. And we thought maybe maybe we could use that for something. I don't know. And um, then a lot of problems, like difficulties, happened because because of COVID nineteen. And then we were going to record it in the studio, but it got cancelled. Like I think two days before because of uh, restrictions. And we were not able to use our own rehearsal space as well because that was also in lockdown. So we kind of borrowed another rehearsal space and had to like use the gear available at the place. And could not like could not have anyone filming the thing because uh, because of restrictions as well we were we were only allowed to be five people in the room so we had uh, we just like placed our smartphones different areas in in the rehearsal space and thought that maybe we could use it for something I, I don't know like seeing the end result I think we just kind of thought it was pretty good I mean it's kind of lo-fi in a way in in a, in a way but I mean I love hardcore screamo. It's very lo-fi, I would say, so it kind of fits the vibe. I thought it sounded great. So you Thank guys you. you guys picked that place to to do that live session and you were only allowed five people in it? Yeah. So, so one so of them was, was the cameraman. What? So one of them was the cameraman, the rest was the No, 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 we 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 couldn't uh, we couldn't have a cameraman. So like one of one of um, the Velomar he stepped in like last minute and engineered the the whole session. Oh, okay. Yeah, we had like uh, we had like our smartphones placed at different different places in the room so uh, we could get more angles. Oh, yeah. So you guys uh, filmed it yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, wow, okay. That's DIY as fuck. With very old smartphones. Yeah, so I think one of them even, I think one of them like ran out of battery like halfway through the session as well. Yeah, two times. Yeah. Yeah. First time it was Jonas' phone, then, then my phone died also. So. Yeah. So I mean, in some of the we did three videos, and in some of the videos you can see one ang angle just shuts down, and there's only two angles. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so glad I asked. Uh, what did you said you were doing this for the musical conservatory of of Copenhagen? Yeah, I was applying for for that. So, as in, like a, a teaching position or or a course? No, no, no. Uh, as as a student. Oh, as a student. Okay, okay. Very yeah, good. yeah. So I needed some live footage for that. Okay. And how did that go? Uh, I didn't get in. Oh. <laughs> they didn't appreciate Screamo? What is this bullshit? Uh, yeah, they actually appreciate Screamo very much, but it's just like hot competition. Yeah, fair enough. Eh? Okay, yeah. very cool. 
Very cool. So uh, you guys mentioned through uh, our messaging before that some of your members uh, in Demersal have other musical side projects. Actually, you mentioned it at the beginning of the interview as well. You, you guys want to name drop all the other bands you guys are playing in? You want to do the best one? Yeah, it's like, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Tell Us, our own band. <laughs> yeah. 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 Me and Emil play in, in another band called Tell Us. Um, kind of, I don't know, black and hardcore. Yeah, mathcore-ish. Yeah. yeah. A bit more, yeah, you could say metal-ish as well, I think. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah, I checked uh, them out. They rip. Thank you. Very cool, man. Um, yeah, and I know uh, you and Jonas make a lot of electronic music. Yeah, yeah, yeah a bit, but uh, I mean, I don't release anything myself personally, but yeah, I do like, yeah, a bit of stuff on the side as well. But yeah, Jonas, the guy who couldn't be here today, he actually just... Um, he landed a track on uh, um, a remix EP on the new Eyes. Yeah, Eyes, another really great band from Denmark. If you don't know, yeah. Them. What do they? They play in the hardcore realm, or what do they? Yeah, play? yeah, okay. Yeah. And yeah, they made a remix album, which he made a track for. Yeah. Um, called I think his uh, his name like his uh, artist name is Jojo. Benimon. Yeah, Jojo Benimon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think you can find it on SoundCloud. <laughs> he actually does like insanely rough, like noisy hardcore as well uh, under the moniker Bass Madness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Jesus, how many projects you guys got over there? <laughs> um, I, I have a third band as well, oh but we haven't released anything yet. Uh, so you can't find it, but we're going to release something in October, I would say, but it's not, it's not hardcore or middle or anything. It's kind of like, I don't know instrumental music kind of jazz but not really <laughs> very cool um, i'm excited to hear that i'm sure that's cool so i don't uh, i don't normally ask about gear talk with uh with bands but you guys literally have a perfect guitar tone so i gotta ask like what are you strumming with and what are you plugged into there because it's just an unreal tone all across the board thank you um i mean it, it, for for what kind of record what well, for, for whatever you guys are recording with, like, what are you playing with? What is your, your head, your cabs? Do you have a crazy pedal board? Mm, I mean, for the, for the live session, for example, we were not able to use our own gear, so that was completely different. Okay. Uh, but, well, what's, uh, the, what's the secret to your tones that are recorded then? What? What's the secret to the tones that you hear on the albums? I think uh, orange amp, and, and, an orange amp and uh, like PV6505, so very basic stuff. Okay. And uh, I think we didn't use any like like distortion overdrive pedals, so it was just like the pure uh, distortion uh, like sound from the amps. And on, on the, the last two, uh, like, like on, on the split with Death regarding ambiguity and the, and Death routines, uh, it was just like the distortion tone from that. I can't remember on this. I think I think we used a, a distortion overdrive pedal uh, on a 6505 PV. Um, for that but yeah pv and orange so very basic actually but yeah i don't know it must be the orange cabs though because it's just it's bright and pretty but at the same time still gritty you know it's not overly distorted but it's, it's still got you know mm. it's, it's still got some weight behind it so i was curious what you guys are going with there yeah i think we, we don't want to use too much distortion on our, our tone right no it's perfect tone for sure no! 
So I wanted to ask uh, lyrically, what what is the song failure about besides the obvious topic of failure? Mm. Um, I think in, uh, I think I need to in short at least explain like the whole thematic structure of of less like the whole album before I, because like it's very thematic and uh, like less less the album is about like losing hope in humanity in a way like losing hope in human relationships like realizing if everyone's replaceable then then we don't mean anything to each other so and it's kind of written in a downward spiral where every song gets more and more uh, dark and uh, hopeless in a way and I ends up like concluding in the last song that everyone's worthless and there's really nothing to fight for so it's i mean dark and i guess depressing in a way but we really want to portray the very direct feeling of a person feeling abandoned and alone like before one is able to reflect upon the situation so we wanted to like be as dark as possible really um and failure in this context is about a person trying to find some sort of uh, reliable relationships in uh, his or her life but like every attempt of doing so always ends up worsening the situation so like everything ends up in failure yeah damn that is hella depressing <laughs> yeah i know I you guys know. are so young to be so cynical <laughs> um, but i don't think we are like cynical or depressed as individuals it's just like we wanted to portray this feeling of you know when you're like in deep shit, when, when like when you're in a dark period of your life, you're you're probably not uh, like very able to like reflect upon the situation that we are today. Maybe I mean, so so it's it's about like the thing we wanted to portray, not that we we are like the depressed kids. That... <laughs> no, I know I, I'm completely kidding. It's 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 great, oh, yeah. Frankly, yeah. And you know, very relatable in in the times we just we just went through a lot. I think a lot of people were feeling isolated and uh hopeless and you know a lot of people lost their their positive energy throughout uh yeah. all the chaos we just kind of went through there right yeah yeah definitely i mean i mean it was shit to release it during like the at the pandemic but i think it's, it fit it fitted it it, it it fit the situation in, in, in some way <laughs> yeah like, i was gonna say that too i mean dropping anything when you can't go and tour it that fucking sucks that's mm. not good for the band that's not good for the fans it's not good for for your press, for getting it out there, you know, but uh, I guess, yeah, the theme definitely fit the times.
<laughs> no, I'm complaining to this. Yeah. <laughs> Look, you either want to finish the interview or you don't, guys, all right? It's being recorded. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so listeners, welcome back. I'm talking with one of the only three to four Screamo bands from Denmark, <laughs> Demersal. <laughs> I got a message in my inbox because I said I was talking to a band from Denmark and the band Letter Bombs messaged me and said, is it Demersal or regarding ambiguity? So <laughs> <laughs> small scene out there, but good bands nonetheless. Um, so let's get back into it, guys. If you could see one band do a reunion show, who would it be and why? Uh, I can start. I, for me, it would be um, the Rodeo Edit Engine. It's one of my favorite the who? hardcore screamo bands, I would say. Who is this, sorry? Uh, the Rodeo Edit Engine. I have never heard them. They, they, no, you should, you should really check them out. I'm going um, yeah, they're fucking amazing. amazing. Yeah, and they are not like they are not like they haven't like said that they uh, they like stopped as a band, but they I, I think they are on a hiatus at the moment. And I really hope that they they at some point would like reunite, do some shows, make some more records because yeah, they are fucking awesome. Yeah, cool. For me, I would. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Yeah, I think for me, I would go with. Um, it's not a screamo band, but. Definitely in the fringes of the screamo scene, you have like a, a Swedish post-rock, post-hardcore band called Tengil, who stopped playing like a couple of years ago. And I only got to see them once uh, because I I just found out about who they were um, like just before they did their last show. And I got to see them. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> Yeah, just for the record, uh, Sebastian, before you answer, the band does not have to be Screamo. <laughs> this could be Michael Jackson's hologram coming back for a reunion tour. I don't care. It doesn't have to be realistic or in, or in the hardcore realm at all. But yeah, any band at all, if you could see do a reunion show, who would it be and why? Mm, um, mm, maybe I would, I would really like to see someone like uh, Tom Waits. I know he's still alive, and but he doesn't play live much, I think, anymore. So, uh, who's Tom Waits? He's like a singer-songwriter. Oh, okay. Uh, from Denmark? The, the states. Oh, from the states. Tom Waits. No, I have no idea. No. He's oh, okay. like one of the like the old old uh, legends, like uh, uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I listen to entirely too much punk rock. I don't really listen to. <laughs> but, uh, I, guess, I guess more more alternative than uh, than Neil Young, for example, or any one of the oh, okay. other guys. But like yeah. more alternative in a way. Okay, fair enough. Uh, on a more realistic scale, what band haven't you guys played with live that you would want to? Actually, it doesn't have to be realistic. You could if you could play <laughs> with any band at all. You know, who would it be? Yeah. Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Good God thing you're not listening to this. Uh, Goddamn uh, metalheads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I, I, have a, I have a suggestion for me, at least. Yeah. I'd like to do a show with a frail body. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah, fucking, I mean, they're so goddamn amazing. Actually, the guy who did like, um, who um, mixed in brief memoriam, he mixed death routines as well. So, yeah, shout out to Sakura from 
Quirum Studios. Oh no way, that's cool. Yeah, we we, had, cool. we we brought him a message because we saw he he did that record. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so you guys approached him and and asked for his uh, his mixing then? Yeah. Very cool. Uh, he's not from the band, but he just did that record, that that latest yeah. record. Very cool. <laughs> play with any band live who would it be um maybe like a, a band like a uh, birds and row a band like nice. birds and row birds and row fuck yeah 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 that'd be sick that'd be sweet cool. yeah also also like uh, for me like a, like a serious answer i, I don't want to play with metallica who doesn't i like 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 if if we like stay in the like genre, I would say uh, like the one creator. I would like to play with them also. It's a very good suggestion. It's a very good suggestion. 
So what have you guys been listening to a lot of lately? What are you playing a lot of in your spare time? Um, uh, I actually haven't been on to listen to a lot of music lately because I've been very busy and it's for me, I would say it's always a bad thing when I'm not like, um, when I don't have the time for it. But uh, I think lately, or actually I, I listened to that new Full of Hell record like the like yesterday, uh, two days ago, I think. Um, and what else? I listen. Oh, I actually okay. Actually, yesterday I listened to a lot of music. I, I listened to the, the latest album from um, uh, Fawn Limbs as well. Uh, yeah, that was great. Uh, and then lately, also I've been really digging the new tracks from the band uh, Bad Bad Not Good. Not hardcore at all. It's like jazz, hip hop, instrumental kind of thing uh yeah they're they're going to release uh, some new record i think uh, in a couple of weeks and their the, the new tracks are just awesome i think well i've been um i've really been digging like the new uh llnn oh yeah record yeah that's right a danish band as well who, yeah i mean it's one of the most like it's one of the most heaviest things I've ever heard and not in like a bro kind of way like oh bro this shit is heavy but like more it's just so <laughs> it has so much like weight to it I uh, mean yeah it's really atmospheric yeah. Unmaker uh, it's a fucking amazing record yeah and the new Frontier album as well oxidized yeah not heavy in a bro kind of way it's pretty much <laughs> yeah. the, the yeah, funniest that, that, way yeah, but that's a clear distinction. That, to, that's the uh, worst kind is. of way. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, I, I hate, I hate the bro life. Uh, this shit fucking yeah. slaps, bro. Like, <laughs> bro, yeah, that's, that's say, the worst way to be heavy. Yeah. <laughs> bro, I gotta say, I fuck with a lot of bro heavy stuff. So, <laughs> with you yeah. saying that, because I've actually said like, bro, this is so fucking heavy. You gotta hear this. So <laughs> at that, I'm like, oh fuck, that's me. God damn. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah, I, I understand. Like in the, in the like the. The frat bro kind of way, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Which is not a Danish thing at all, but it's still in my vocabulary for some reason, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, bro, I get it. It's heavy. <laughs> no problem, bro. Sebastian, what have you been listening to a lot of lately? Some some bro-heavy stuff over there? or uh, Not some bro-heavy stuff, but uh, yeah, I listen to a lot of different music at the moment. Um, usually I like uh, I, I, when I hear uh, some a new album or something, I hear it a lot. But um, I don't have an album right now that I've been listening to like frequently. So it's just a lot of different music. But uh, I've ordered some records online, so maybe I could mention those. Yeah, sure. What's your um, purchases? Anything like that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Punch. They don't have to believe. Um, really nice. hardcore stuff, <laughs> but a yeah, really great album. And um, Wreckmaster Harmonies Lights Fall, I think it's called. More like droney stuff. Yeah. A lot of um, Altar of Plagues also, kind of black metal. Yeah. Cool. So obviously, you guys listen to a lot of. Uh of different music which kind of brings me in like how, who's um you guys are incorporating a lot of like violins and, and trumpet and other instruments that aren't in your average punk band right um who's playing that 
who's playing like the trumpet and the violin on these recordings? Uh, actually, it's uh, it's cello. It's not a violin. Oh, my bad. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, but uh, uh, one of uh, a friend of ours called uh, Christopher is playing the trumpet on uh, on the on, on, on the album less. Um I mean, we uh, there's trumpets on two of the tracks, like the first one and the last one. And on the first one, uh, Jonas wrote uh, uh, an arrangement for for it. And uh, on the last song, Worthless, he just like improvised and we clipped uh, in it and like made something new out of it. Um, so that was the approach on this. And then on Death Routine, like um, it was a friend of mine called uh, Naya who played the cello. And uh, that was an arrangement that I wrote for the last track on Death Routine. Um, yeah. So but, uh, are you, I don't know. What? Are you writing the notes through, the, just like through guitar? Or are you humming it over to them? Or like, no. or are you composing it? Are you... We, I think uh, me and Jonas, who like wrote these two like uh, arrangements, are maybe a bit nerdy. Uh, we, we actually wrote it on uh, like... As a score. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> you guys, you know, musical theory. Yeah, that's not punk at all. No, that's not punk at all. I'm so, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
how dare you have some talent. So, yeah. <laughs> so you, you know musical theory then to a degree, some sort? Yeah. I mean, yeah, enough if you can write it yeah. right on stage. At least me, me, me and Jonas does. <laughs> that's so cool. I don't. That's, that's, I, I know nothing. Yeah, I, I, uh... <laughs> I know. I mean, I mean, music theory. Not in general. <laughs> Sorry. As a, as a guy who used to at one point be able to read and play uh, trumpet, like read the music on the staff and and play it. Uh, yeah, I really appreciate the incorporation of trumpet into the music and violins and any instrument that's outside of your standard punk act music, like guitar, yeah. bass, drums, vocals, right? So yeah, I super love that you guys are doing that. And, I really and, hope you keep doing that too, because it's every and, time you guys do it, you fucking kill it. And I think we will. I mean, we we talk about a lot of times that what kind of new instrument can we incorporate into like this new thing that we're doing. Um, for me at least, well, I really, I really appreciate when like people like mix different kinds of style, different styles of music together, all the time, and like different kinds of instruments, like trying to create something i mean you can never create something completely original but anything but like i think when you like mix a lot of styles together the musical styles you kind of like at least make something um that are inspiring in a way so i really like right. something that stands that. out in a way yeah exactly yeah. but we, we we don't try to force it with the no. instrumentation only when it's kind of makes sense or, you know it feels like a good idea yeah. mm. Yeah, I'd have to agree. You're not you're not overdoing it. You're not oversaturating it. But every time you're using a, a non-traditional instrument in your work, it, it makes that that whole track really shine. Massive fan of Thank it. You. So yeah. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. On a on a stupider note, I always love asking, um, <laughs> what do you guys listen to that you could consider that you could consider or others would consider to be cringy, embarrassing, or a guilty pleasure? Mm. Oh, I really love. Um, sometimes, at least, I, I really like listening to uh, like uh, George Benson, like uh, his like especially like his '80s stuff. <laughs> um, right. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm not embarrassed by it, but I think like a lot of people would like be embarrassed on on my behalf, at least. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like kind of disco vibe sometimes. I mean, and I, I don't know. It's just like. I don't know, making food, like make, making dinner and listening to like good vibes. It's just awesome <laughs> sometimes. Good disco vibes. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's a new answer on, on the show. That's a good one. Okay. Yeah. I think I'm going to, I'm going to be a bit more edgy and say that over the past few years, I've really tried to say to myself that I don't have any guilty pleasures. I only have pleasure musically because should be. yeah. I'm, I, I I don't think that I, I don't believe in the concept of like shaming yourself because you enjoy certain types of music. No, um, I'm not ashamed by it. No, no. I, I think everyone should just commit to what they listen to, uh, regardless Agreed. of it being like, um, yeah, not not like uh, like tasteless. I mean, mm. what you could call tasteless. Um, so sometimes I just like fucking slap some Avicii on and just go ham. <laughs> but uh i mean it's not guilty for me i just uh, i must say i enjoy it um yeah no guilty pleasures only pleasure <laughs> I, I love this question because i started saying like that others could consider to be a guilty pleasure 
You're like, yeah. I enjoy everything I like. I like it, damn it. But I also listen to Avicii. So <laughs> <laughs> right away, you knew right away what could be considered. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I mean, I stand by it 100%. I mean, no doubt. I, I, don't, I don't know Avicii's work, uh, but I'll look into it. <laughs> oh, bro. I think, I think you heard it. Bro, like, <laughs> you should definitely check out a YouTube. Is it bro heavy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. In a way, I, could, I guess you could say it's like, um, yeah, it's just like very, like, you know, uh, right. ultra music festival kind of, yeah. um, what's that big festival in, in the US called? Like, uh, uh, electronic music festival. Coachella? Yeah, Coachella. Yeah. Oh no. Okay. Still, <laughs> drunk people vibes. Yeah, drunk people vibes. Definitely. Drunk people vibes. <laughs> that's, that's a genre right there. <laughs> what about yourself, Sebastian? You got any uh, skeletons in that closet? Anything you're embarrassed about or proud about, mm. whichever it might be? Yeah, I, I would first say I agree with the uh, Emil. So I guess mm-hmm. all music I listen to, I can't stand by that. At right. some level, but uh, maybe a guy like uh, Danzig, I really enjoy, but he seems kind of douchey. So <laughs> yeah. I'm not, uh, I'm not. Uh, it's it's just for me. <laughs> as a as a fan of Danzig musically, I completely understand where you're coming from. Mm. Um, Especially the, the the first stuff he released, not the newer ones. Uh, yeah, that's not great. <laughs> no, it's not a. Eh? <laughs> I enjoy his work musically, but as a person, some of the uh, most of the things he do he does wow, most of the things he does makes me shake my head. So mm, I'm yeah, with same. you on that one. I'm with you on that one. Just uh, just dancing, nothing else in the in the closet. You're a little bit worried about. Mm, no, I don't. <laughs> Listen to all this music. It's only dancing. It's like that's it. <laughs> it's the only thing I'm concerned about. That's awesome. So, yeah, I'm not concerned about what music I listen to. So, yeah, well, it's all subjective. At the end of the day, I just like to, uh, I like to break the stereotype that you know, punkers only listen to punk music and metalheads only listen to metal and shit like that. Like, you know, if you're into music, you listen to everything, right? Yeah, mm, definitely, definitely. Yeah.
so big year for you guys with the double releases. Um, what's coming up for the future? Um, any last like shout outs, plugs or causes? Like literally anything you want to talk about at all. The microphone is yours. You know, go for it. And then we'll play you an outro track. Mm. Yeah, I mean, the new stuff, we already talked a bit about it. We, we're going to do like a four-way split. I hope I don't say something that I'm not supposed to say. I was going to ask you to say, I was going to say, can you mention anything? Or? No, no I, think, I think I'm not gonna, <laughs> going to mention any of the bands, but yeah, we're going to, okay. to make a split at some point. Um, and going to play a, uh, some color, a couple of shows and hopefully in like out of Denmark soon, now when like the restriction has gone a bit. So I don't know what to say. Thank you to everyone who like listened to our new stuff. It's been pretty overwhelming to like to everyone like for all the nice words we receive uh, about it and like yeah, it means the world to us. I would say yeah, definitely. I think um, yeah, me too. I was like overwhelmed by the by the reception it got from like blogs and mm. yeah, just in general what people have been writing us and. I mean, attending shows and people like saying nice words to us. It's just, uh, yeah, yeah, it's very, very heartwarming. Yeah, say. and it's also it's it's been like some some like big blocks and whatever, but also just like smaller things, DIY things, and also you know, I mean you yeah, reached out to us definitely. and like just like yeah, it's it's nice to like I mean like experience the like DIY hardcore like mentality that, that there is to like to it, yeah. Yeah, actually, uh, that brings up a good question. I wanted to say, like, this came out on 11 fucking labels in 10 different countries. Um, I've seen write-ups on, I don't know, how many blog spots. Have you guys done any podcasts before? Like, any press? Um, uh, audio uh, interviews? No, not, no, no, we never did an audio interview before. Nice. So this is the gotcha. first one. <laughs> yeah. Nice. We got the first one. <laughs> cool. That's awesome, man. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, but I mean, I would personally say that a lot of great things are happening, like what goes to, uh, in terms of like Danish hardcore, mm. a lot of great bands are like in the, yeah, in the making of something great, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. We also, we already mentioned some of it, but also uh, the band here, Key, is like an awesome band. Like, I, I don't know, synth hardcore in a way. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, also, what haven't we mentioned? We haven't mentioned uh, Collapse, also a great band from Denmark. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to say on the record that you guys said off the record when I wasn't recording, you're like, oh, I'm so worried I'm going to mention or I'm going to forget to mention other bands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm sorry if we forget. I sometimes I <laughs> but, uh, yeah you know who you are yeah. you're in our hearts, everyone <laughs> we don't mention <laughs> well guys it's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you today thank you so much for coming to talk with us i really appreciate it thank you and you too it's been it's been our pleasure <laughs>